0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the boys are back. It's the Footy LG Pod. I'm Nico, he's Tony, and we're here to give you some of the soccer highlights over the past week. What's happening? What's going to happen? Who's going to win the World Cup? Spoiler alert, we'll have the answer for you at the end of the pod. Tony, how's it going, brother? I'm doing really
1: good, man. Napoli keeps winning, so... I can't oh, complain sorry. on my end over here. Oh yeah, seriously.
0: Yeah, <laughs> fucking, your your boys over um uh in blue, white, black, red, whatever the fucking color jerseys they're currently wearing because they have all different colors. They're looking pretty damn good, hey, man. I don't I don't, know, sometimes- I don't know how you saw them. Sometimes you got to
1: dress good to look to be good, you know? You got to yeah, look as good as you dress. You got to yeah, play. Yeah, <laughs> hey, listen.
0: Listen, we'll get into their Champions League um uh, futures in a little bit because you know the team I talked about last week, Frankfurt, it's going to be it might be a little tougher than you guys are thinking, but you never know. Uh we'll get into that soon. I got I just got a little life life story for you Tony that I feel like you'd okay. appreciate. Um so today, work finishes. I get a call from my mom asking if she, I want to come for dinner with her and my dad at her house. I go, yeah, you know what, whatever. So I'm done work. I load the dog up. I turn on my car. My gas light's on. Mm -hmm. I look and it says I have 43 kilometers left on my tank. Now, my parents are about a 20 kilometer drive away. So really, there and back, I should have three kilometers remaining. But you know how these things are always a little bit off. You can't trust them. So I go, you know what? On the safe side, I'm going to pick up gas on the way there. Which is a nightmare for me when I have a dog. Because as soon as I get out of the car, he just fucking barks the whole time. So it's a nightmare already. So I'm like, whatever, I'll go. I The only gas station on the way from my house to my parents' house is a Canadian Tire gas station. So I go, you know what? That's perfect. I'll go there. I drive there. Now, let me tell you something that I didn't bring up yet. It's 5.30. And the reason I say that is because Z103's drive at 5 was playing. <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm getting closer, of course, they start the way back set list. And E-type life comes on. And now I'm thinking, well, do I just risk driving to my parents and making it back afterwards in time? So I can listen to this unreal music. You risk it. You risk it. I a thousand percent risked it, dude. <laughs> so I get to my parents. I was listening to the whole set, Unreal Drive, and I'm at uh 21 kilometers left. So now I'm fucking thinking, oh great, do I go? Do I go a little bit more north to get into a gas station up there, or do I just risk it to come back? Hey, listen, I risked it. I got home safe and sound. Got filled up. Got to listen to some Unreal Euro. What a day! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would do the exact same thing because.
0: You have to. Once a, once a good
1: Euro comes on, you don't know when you're going to hear it again.
0: What do you so, have got to take right? advantage of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out DJ Stvp on Z103, man. Absolutely killed it today. Um, but, yeah. So, that was just a little fun thing that happened to me. I knew you'd understand. Let's get into some Champions League. The big draw happened. We talked about it all last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think we got one I guess correct. Other than the fact of you got no, who you did. wanted to play. We, we did, did
1: uh, Bayern PSG. So I did say that, and you said Real we, Liverpool. We,
0: we did we did say that. I remember yeah. thinking. I remember thinking Porto PSG is almost a lock because of course mm-hmm. they want to fuck me. But yeah, so Bayern PSG, uh, Bayern PSG and Real Madrid Liverpool are obviously the two headline matchups. Like that's mm-hmm. four heavy hitting teams, potentially the four favorites going into this round. I know you want to uh, have Napoli. And I know. Three, I know you want to have Napoli there. I wouldn't
1: make Liverpool a favorite.
0: Hey, listen, they have the same record in Napoli in your group. Yeah, you guys just but... got first on goals. Like I'm I'm saying, like to your Liverpool, they've won it before. They have the coach with the experience. They have the players with the experience that you gotta look at them as a favorite. And to have those four facing each other in the round of sixteen, so two of them will be eliminated. I think that's awesome. I absolutely yeah. love it. I think it's gonna Especially. be great. I really hope they're not on the same time on my, <laughs> the day as my other team as a Porto match, so I can watch them, but uh, I it's, don't it's believe gonna
1: be, so. Actually, it's going to be um, some. Well, the
0: games are February fourteenth, fifteenth, twenty first round. So it'll be two different times. But you know what I mean. When I skip out, when I'm uh, not skip out, sorry, when I'm working and the games on in the background, I can't really do it for two straight games. One straight game, you can kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, but, they're
1: set. They're all separate. Well, I get Real Madrid, Liverpool with not police games.
0: But... Yes. Well, so that's um, uh So that's 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 two big matches to start. Quick, quick project predictions. Real Madrid, Liverpool. Who do you got?
1: Oh Real Madrid's I'll easy.
0: I'll, f- I'll flip you. I'll go Liverpool.
1: Oh.
0: I'll go Liverpool. They're not they're doing nothing in the league. They're gonna focus they beat Real Madrid this game. Uh Bayern Munich PSG, who do you got?
1: I got Bayern Munich. As, <sighs> as good as PSG's playing, Bayern Munich is like a well oiled machine, man. Like that team. Like PSG has the attack, obviously. There's no doubting the attack, the front three of that team, but I just think Bayern Munich as a solid eleven-player machine is not going to have a problem against PSG.
0: I'm going PSG. Uh, the reason I'm going PSG is because you know they got a lot of pork chops on that team. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I no, I they I rarely really play though. No, I, you know, Nuno Mendes well, plays. Vitina he got plays an, he got an assist. Long. He got an assist in the last game. Uh, Danilo plays a lot. Renato Sanchez here and there, but. And Vitinha not often, but you know, they and actually, so looking at the odds, those four are the top four favorites as the odds. Oh no, sorry. They're the top three, I'm a three of the top four. Man City's one overall, then Bayern, yeah. Munich, PSG, Liverpool. Then actually, it's Napoli and then Real Madrid. Hmm. Napoli's favored over Real Madrid, which is a little crazy. On in this is a US in for bet MGM. In Canada, Real little... Madrid's slightly more favored than Napoli. That's a little surprising. Yeah, so I mean um I, I I think PSO you take Bayern and Madrid, I'm going PSG Liverpool. look at that. Maybe we should do a little like um uh predictions game where when once we get closer to, we'll go each game and we'll see who does bet the best for yeah. um, the round of 16 through to the final for Champions League. Do a little yeah, prediction, cool prediction contest. Yeah, we'll get there. So, because you never know, injuries <laughs> happen. But and let's let's talk about transfer your, windows coming up. Uh, transfer windows, big, especially um, uh, for the boys in blue, Porto. Um, Porto, Inter, Milan. We talked about Porto playing well against the Italian teams in the last pod. We said how Porto knows how to handle them. So I'm I'm okay with this draw. I think we got the weakest of the th- the three Italian teams in there. Yeah. Obviously, we couldn't get Napoli but we could have got AC Milan and we could have got Inter Milan. And I think we got the weakest of the, of the two Milans. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree with that one. Um, I think Porto should be able to get through this one. I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, I think uh, especially watching after what, sorry, after what Inter did against Juventus this weekend, it was uh, pretty bad. So I think uh, a healthy Porto team will get through that easy.
0: Yeah, I I hope so. Um Yeah, I really hope that they that they can. I'm not anticipating an easy game by any means, but I will take a um, um I will take a hard-fought win. And you know what the thing that I like the most? I know a lot of people are on the fence about it, but I love that away goals don't count anymore. Yeah. Um it's it's just the best. But I don't know. What do you think about that?
1: I don't mind it. I mean like I think a way should only count, like, in the first 90. I think when it goes extra time, it shouldn't count. Like, the, if when it goes second leg extra time. You didn't have the extra half an hour, right? Yeah. In the first leg. So, I think it's fine. I mean, like, to be honest, it should just go straight to penalties once they're tied. I don't even think they should bother with the half an hour.
0: Because yeah.
1: it's, I don't know. Yeah. How do I say it? It's not redundant, but it's like let's just get to the let's get this over with, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, I get I get that. It's it's it is a bit much.
1: Yeah, the cup finals, I understand do the extra half an hour, but for these, especially round sixteen, just get it over with, get those penalties going. Yeah,
0: go straight to pens. I like that, especially in a two leg match. I think you've yeah. seen all you need to see in the 180 minutes played, penalties. Mm. You don't need an extra thirty minutes of overtime, especially if you're not gonna do a golden goal. If you're doing thirty yeah. minutes it's just keep going just go straight to penalties yeah if you do
1: golden goal for like 10 minutes then i'm cool with that
0: yeah i'd like that too i if even if you want to do the full 30 minutes make it golden goal though so it's more exciting yeah yeah i'd like to see that but yeah so porto inter milan uh i think porto got a good draw i'm happy with it i would have preferred a barucha Dortmund, but i'll take inter (laughs) milan it's probably my next my next one that i would like uh let's go to your your boys now we talked about mine napoli and frankfurt I think this uh, is a sneaky game. Don't get it'll me wrong. be, tough. It'll be Nap- tough Nap- Napoli should Napoli, dominate.
1: Yeah. And if you've watched the last two games Napoli's played, it's been pure of uh, scrappy, ugly wins. And that's something they needed after having so many, like, really big dominant wins. So they're showing that they can win on all cylinders and all different levels. So I think they'll be able to handle Frankfurt. Um, I think Frankfurt, in reality, they're just happy to be this far. 100% you know what i mean so to lose to napoli who's had an unreal season is not something to be disappointed about
0: no not at all honestly frankfurt kind of got the shitty end of the stick yeah um i was hoping that frankfurt could have drew like a chelsea or a mm-hmm. benfica even to to try and see if they keep the streak going but you know what this is a team that napoli can't look past
1: yeah. they're like no, they a surprising serious,
0: team yeah. they've they've come they've won the europa they're pushing through they did they did great in their group um I, I really think this is a sneaky team. Do I think Napoli is going to have a problem taking them out? I don't. Would I be surprised if maybe in the first game they can pull off a sneaky draw? I wouldn't either. Mm-hmm. I I think I could see that happening. A sneaky draw leading to Napoli going, "Okay, we got to take these guys seriously," and then Napoli pounds them like 3-4 nothing in the next game.
1: Yeah, I can see. That. I can see that happening for sure. Cuz the yeah. second game's going to be in in uh, Napoli, so.
0: Yeah, first yeah, I was going to say first game's in Germany, right? Mhm. Yeah, so that I could definitely see them sneaking a draw and then Napoli just thumping them in the next match. But it'll be at least – you know It's an interesting draw. I, I'm yeah, excited it, I'm, it I'm won't be, to see it.
1: I won't – you won't see Napoli win this one 6-1 one or 4-1. It's going to be like 3-2. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm Or 4-2 ex-
0: max. Like I'm excited to see it. It should be good. Um again Napoli is one of the favorites this year. They're like uh, the fifth best odds. They're they're looking good. It's hard to bet they're against them. They're playing
1: good. Like it's not even like it's surprising but like, they're playing really good like
0: And listen, they're... they did luck out not grabbing a Liverpool or a PSG. Yeah. Well, they could they couldn't go oh, okay, Liverpool, Liverpool, sorry, but grabbing a PSG in the next round. They they did yeah. luck out not getting that cuz those games right off the bat could take a lot out of a team going into the quarterfinals and semis, right? Yeah. So that's it's a good team. I think they get through Frankfurt and then they'll be they'll be seeing who's next. Uh, next game on the docket, Man City versus RB Leipzig. Yeah, it's city all the way. City's uh, we, don't, stop, we don't right? have to spend too much time there. No, what, <laughs> what, what's what's already known doesn't need to be explained. Uh, I think the Man only thing winning that.
1: The only hope Leipzig has is if Holland gets hurt. But even, even then, then even then,
0: dude.
1: City should be able this should be City if City don't win this by three or four goals on good, then they have a problem.
0: Yeah, and City was very lucky in my opinion to not grab PSG either because City and PSG Mm -hmm. are the perennial stacked team that can't fucking win shit in Champions League. So if they get each other now or even in the next round, to me that's hilarious because it's two teams that just cannot win at all and if they have to take each other out early like quarterfinals, I would love that so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's if PSG gets past Bayern Munich, of course. Like you said, you don't see it happening. But So again, we don't need to discuss much about that game. Uh, one game, I the, the next two, so you know, I'll, actually, I'll leave these two to last. Let's talk about your boys, Chelsea. They drew mm-hmm. Borussia Dortmund. I think that's the best possible draw Chelsea could have asked for,
1: and it's still tough. I don't know if Chelsea will be able to handle Dortmund. Dortmund's I mean, like, not Dorman.
0: that good this year, Dortmund's
1: playing much better, Sorry, uh, play much better than Chelsea is as a team. I think They're Chelsea. Not good. I know, but Chelsea—they're not good either. Like, Like, this year, is not a year to be a Chelsea fan. It's—you it's, could just see the discipline. Like, okay, losing one nothing to Arsenal this year isn't a big deal because Arsenal's playing really good. But to continuously lose the way they are, two nothing to Brighton, yeah, a four-one to Brighton or four-one so, one to Brighton. Two-one. Sorry, I was like of game yet. It's just. It's not good to see. It's not the Chelsea of old, and honestly, I think Dortmund need to take advantage of this and jump ahead.
0: Because, but, in
1: all honesty, you're not—they're not, not going to have Jude Bellingham next year. He's gone. Yep. He's going back to the Prem 100%. Yep. And Chelsea, I feel like this this round here, you gotta decide: Are you gonna? Because I think if Chelsea beats Dortmund, you're going to keep Graham Potter there. But do you want Graham Potter as your coach, though?
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. that's a tough one. And listen, you know what though? But like I said, I think this is the best matchup they could have asked for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Borussia Dortmund. They just got. They, they lost to Wolfsburg this past weekend, two nothing. They're in fourth place in the. Oh, excuse me, I'm gonna sneeze soon. Uh, in the in the Bundesliga, in Champions League, even in their group stage, they did well. But their group was well, relatively yeah. easy. I'm gonna say like, <sighs> it's tough because you see a team like. Dortmund there got that name brand. People know them. But yeah. again, they had nine points. They had Sevilla, who okay. Sevilla is a decent team, but they weren't playing well. And then they had Copenhagen, who was yeah. not a great team either. Like they had an easy group, they lost both, or they drew Man City. I believe <laughs> they drew Man City in one of the games, but again, they're just not that good. Yeah. I don't I don't see them really being an issue. And I think Chelsea have the strength to hold them off, but Chelsea's gone next round. Chelsea's not making it farther than the quarterfinals this year.
1: Yeah, no, this is, this will be, yeah. If they go through next round, they're out for sure. I agree with that. I think we're both teams.
0: I think. Both teams. Winners out yeah, next round. Either I Either
1: one of these guys go through. But I agree. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Dortmund.
0: I'll take Chelsea. I think, Dor- I would take Chelsea. I think
1: Dortmund will uh, sleep through this one.
0: I, I would definitely take Chelsea on that one. Uh, let's go to the, an, a game that to me has a very, ch- a great chance of being a super exciting game. Tottenham, AC Milan. I this think is another that's...
1: one for, uh, just like Dortmund, I think AC Milan got the best possible team.
0: That they could have gotten? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree I, with I that. think
1: I don't think they would have done well against Benfica. Or Porto. But being the, but being the yeah, or Porto. But I think being the underdogs against Tottenham will
0: benefit AC. So the only team I think AC would have rather seen than Tottenham... Uh, no, you know what? I can't even think of one. The only thing that worries me about AC Milan is that they just got absolutely dummied by Chelsea, right? Yeah. They don't have that style to compete with that. And Tottenham, you know, they got... Ah, it's tough. And, and Conte's, Conte's the coach. He knows AC Milan well. Conte's um,
1: record in Europe is horrible That's when true. it comes to knockout rounds, so...
0: That's true. So it's 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 gonna be a very. I think it could be has a chance to be a exciting game. You got a lot of young, exciting players in there, and then you got some big time vets like your Kane and your Son. But then you got guys like Tonali and Liao on the other side that are yeah. so exciting. Like I think it has a chance to be one of the more um like entertaining round of sixteen matches. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. It's gonna be a it's a really good one to watch. I, but I do I do think it'll be uh AC Milan that walks out of
0: this one. Yeah, I gotta agree with you on that one. AC Milan is just is just. I think they just offer too much to battle Tottenham's defense, which, it's, in my opinion, is shaky already. Yeah. Um. The only thing that will kill AC Milan is if Rafaelleau leaves in January. Yeah, that's, that's it right there. Because honest to God, watching AC Milan in the Champions League, he was their saving grace a lot of times. He was the one mm-hmm. that started their offensive movements. He did a lot on his side. So if he's gone, they need someone that can fill his shoes and they won't be easy shoes to fill. So yeah. it, again, that's one transfer, which I've heard rumors of. I've heard a lot of people are interested in Liao right now, right? So uh, it's definitely something that could change the way this this tie goes. But as of now, I'm with you. I'm going Milan. And let's go to the final round of 16 matchup. Two teams that, well, one team that I guarantee you people did not think would have made this round. And one team that surprised a lot of people too by coming in first in their group, Benfica and Club Bruges. Yeah. Um, this is, in my opinion, the worst of all the matchups in the round of 16 because I hate Benfica. Uh, <laughs> <like> <laughs> I hate them the, mo- the most out of any team that's here. I like Club Bruges. They have two Canadians on their team. They're young, they're exciting. Um, I just don't see how they have any chance of winning. I could be alone. Let me know if I'm wrong, Tony. But I, I, I don't like see
1: first that. first thought. I do agree. I think Benfica can, uh, should, and probably will beat Club Bruges. But I think Bruges. I think it's one of those things with that underdog again, where they just they really have nothing to lose. But I think it's different than. The Napoli Frankfurt situation because you look at Napoli Frankfurt, Frankfurt doesn't really stack up well to Napoli, I feel. But in this situation, Club Bruges to Benfica, the way Club Bruges played those first three games, you could see that, like, especially against Porto. I mean, they won what four nothing against Porto in Portugal. Yep, so they've done it before in hostile territory and they know how to do it. It wasn't much long, it'll be six months almost at that point. So I don't see why club Bruges can't put up a
0: fight. I'll tell you why they can't. Cause that game against Porto, there was a lot of internal strife happening at Porto. A lot of changeover. people were getting used to it Cause it's basically a whole new team they had in the midfield coming through. There was a big strife and that's what happened. Look at the last game. Porto took on Bruges in Belgium. Porto dismantled them. Yeah. Um, and it's, and Benfica to me this year, as much as it pains me to say, have been way hotter than Porto. Mm-hmm. Um, Benfica, won a group that has PSG and Juventus in it. And it's not like, oh, okay, you know, they, got, they they did not lose a game, I don't think.
1: But well, Juve's not much. To they, didn't,
0: they didn't lose a game in that group though. though. But the, they had PSG there and they had Juventus. Listen, you say what you want about Juventus, okay. But PSG's in that group and they did not lose a single game in the group stage. That's impressive. When you got attacking like guys like like even Juventus, you got Vlahovic there. You, you, PSG, you're Neymar, Mbappe messy and they didn't lose that to me shows that they're ready for this tournament and you know what Portuguese teams do well in the this these type of competitions they always yeah. have there's always one that makes an upset going and Benfica looks hot they're dominating the league right now they're looking good in Champions League I'm I'm finding it very hard to see Club Bruges taking them out and if Benfica stays this way I can see them making a realistic run into the semis
1: yeah I think I lucky on the next extra for sure But But, yeah, I mean don't get me wrong, I stay away from
0: is Man City. Every other team I think they even maybe Napoli too, I'll say, but any other team, I would be I would be afraid to face them.
1: Yeah, but uh, I think I agree that they, they'll get through this one, but I don't know if they can make a deep run.
0: Hey, I hope I'm wrong. I fucking hate them. I hope they lose the club brutes. <laughs> I would love nothing more than to see Tijon Buchanan score a hat trick against Benfica and then on can the second <laughs> on the second leg, Kyle Laren scores a hat-trick against Benfica. Maybe the happiest man in the world. <laughs> um but let's let's be real. That's probably not gonna happen, but <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's get over to some reactions from this weekend. Big losses from Chelsea, like we mentioned. Big loss mm-hmm. for Man U. L- another loss for Tottenham. So really, the top four doesn't shake up too much. Uh, no. Pretty much stays stagnant from where we were last oh, week. Oh,
1: Newcastle's jumping
0: up. Ether, I was going to say, other than Newcastle's now jumped Tottenham uh for their spot. A massive blow for Man U and Chelsea losing this week because they had yeah. a chance to go into the top 4. They still have a game in hand on Tottenham and Newcastle which is nice, but if they won their game when Tottenham lost, they would have been ahead of Tottenham with a game in hand. Chelsea yeah. would have been um not okay. ahead of Tottenham, but they would have been a bit but back, but they still have the game in hand, right? If they won that game. So it's it's really unfortunate both teams lost. They're very lucky that Tottenham lost. Liverpool, don't look now, but they're climbing. They're in eighth. Yeah. They're only they're only two points back at Chelsea, dude. Yeah, no.
1: Liverpool.
0: They're, is... they're two points back at Chelsea, four back at United. T- top four is realistic for them, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I get it, but no. I don't think... I think it's too much for them. In all honesty, I think you still got to play everybody again. And I'm pretty sure they have... You know, so... I, I just... How do I say? It? I don't. I just don't think Liverpool this year. They're they're frauds. I'm gonna be honest. They're frauds. This team has gotten lucky with calls a lot this year. They got lucky against it was Arsenal, I believe they got lucky. They got lucky in the Champions League against Napoli, and even against Tottenham. That was a penalty that Trent Alexander-Arnold did <laughs> to that guy. Like this team is getting like don't get. I, I'm not surprised if we're gonna hear like some some match fixing shit come eventually because Liverpool should the team they have is. It doesn't make sense of how they're doing. They're, they're still competing. Like the team is not good. The, the coach is having obviously a seventh year itch, like he normally does. Liverpool is getting lucky through their teeth every game, and I don't see it. I just I, that luck's got to run out eventually.
0: Yeah, I listen. It could be luck, or it could just be this is a team that had a bad start, which has happened before at different from different teams. Like they had a bad start. They're battling. The good news for them is that they are only, like I said, they're, I believe, seven points out of top four with a game in hand.
1: So really, if you give them that
0: win, they're four points out of top four, Mm -hmm. which to me, also crazy. Man U is in fifth, but they have a negative goal differential, which I find hilarious. Yeah, Um, Yeah. Like, like that's just, I mean, Chelsea's not too far off. Chelsea's goal differential is one. At least Liverpool has a nine goal differential. Yeah, but... (laughs) Liverpool's actually the fourth best goal differential in the league. Like, it's the, yeah. like the results to me are a little. I'm telling you, Liverpool, I think, will come in third or fourth this year. I, I could definitely see it happening. Um, I'm surprised Arsenal hasn't fallen off yet, even against Chelsea. I thought, yeah, I thought they could, That was, would be the start of the downfall, but nope, they keep pushing. They're still in first. Everyone, everyone knows Man City is going to overtake them, but what yeah. if they don't? So <laughs> fun. London's gonna burn, man, if Arsenal win. so no, dude, I, I would hey listen. 21 Savage said it in the new album. He said he still needs to see the Gunners win the Premier League, and they're gonna win they could win it this year. I how hope old they is do he? it. He Pardon? wasn't
1: around how old is he? He wasn't around when they won? He wasn't born when they won last time? He
0: well he can't might be not that been, young. he might not have been a fan. Like they was they won in 2004. He was definitely born before then, but like he might not All have right. been a fan or whatever. Uh who knows? You know. <laughs> Um, he was born in England, right? He's born in yeah. London. That's what I'm saying. So, Surprising like, that he's maybe. Well, you know, you, 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 maybe he's too young. Like you know, when you're 11, 12, yeah, and you don't really yeah. care about care about it that much. Like it'll it'll be a mu- it'll be cool to see them win for it, for that for that reason because he called it out. I I listen. I would love a title race this year, and everyone's just crowding mm-hmm. Man City. Um, but Arsenal can do it. Hell, listen, Newcastle's hot, man, and they got no worries about European soccer. Was right I was just gonna say, Newcastle. Are
1: they like, you they think they're, they're they're legit, or is this just a phase? Because I think
0: they're legit, dude. And don't they have the money coming in too to spend that if yeah. they need to? Like, yeah. well, listen, they got guys playing like superstars that aren't superstars. Like we've we've mentioned this a few times now on the pod, Miguel Almiron, like. Yeah. The guy's playing out of his mind right now. He's, <laughs> he's got like seven goals in the past five games or some shit like that. Like, oh, yeah. he's playing out of his mind. Um, and he still has more goals in the month of October than Grealish has in his entire career at Man City. So, <laughs> which I'll I mean, Grealish
1: is probably going to go to the World Cup.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's that is true. Game. Which is I mean, insane. Almiron's
1: okay, you know. not qualified, but still, like, Grealish yes. going. I mean, like, I think that's what's going to screw Arsenal up. Is the people coming? The guys coming back from the World Cup. World Cup. Yeah, going to have a lot of guys there. Well, the,
0: the good news is, when the Brazil squad came out, uh, a few big Arsenal players weren't there. Um, Gabriel, I don't believe was there. Just surprising
1: because I'm not sure if like, Martinelli really was there. Martinelli maybe was the last one.
0: He was the last one because because at first yeah. when it came out originally, he wasn't there, and people were saying, "How, how did the, Gabriel how and will... Gabriel Martinelli not make it?" But then they did.
1: Like, how uh, the hell did Richarlison make it?
0: He's been decent for Tottenham, he's man, horrible, and he's dude. and but my thing is like you gotta remember, man. These That's teams that joke. get picked, but these teams that get picked are more often the coach and the squads. So you, Rich, Richarlison's been with that Brazil team now for some time.
1: I know, but like,
0: well, hey, the Newcastle boy will be there too, Bruno Guimarães. He's playing good. I, I dude, he's I playing very that. good. Like I he's understand playing. that makes sense, dude. He he could be the but... um uh in the midfield top XI this season. In the EPL, Mm -hmm. like he's playing that good,
1: yeah.
0: Um, I I really like the way he plays, he's a really good player. People are Chelsea are looking after him, but a lot of people are saying like this Newcastle team might get ripped apart. People going after Bruno, people have to go after a few players. But if they're in third, why would they sell any of their players? Yeah, keep them and try and make the top four. To me, you got to aim for top four. So, you want to spend this big money
1: and convince some people to come play for you. You got to get Champions League because if you're not in Champions League, you're not getting no one. Yeah, it was like the original days of City when City first got that money. Like, oh, they got Robinho and Bianchi was like playing for Fiorentina. Yeah, but like, dude, no one wants to play in Europa League, right? Yeah. At that time, you wait for cup. So, yep. I mean, like, you got to get the championship. If you're not in championship, you're not doing nothing. I think right now is the time to do because Tottenham's are frauds. They're not. They're struggling to keep up that top four. Man U is Man U. Chelsea is underperforming. Liverpool, in my eyes, is just not going to get it. So right now, really Newcastle, their hardest competition is Brighton. Yeah. Even playing really good, like overperforming that they should be. So
0: Yeah, but not good it's, enough. If I mean, any, if any Newca- years, Newcastle has year. the lowest goals against this year. They're tied with Arsenal. Yeah. Only eleven goals against. Like, that's impressive, man. That that's defense and offense. Like mm-hmm. this team's looking good, man. It's they're they're definitely only you know, one it, loss
1: on the season, so
0: yeah, like they're in a dead heat. If they can stop the draws, yeah. um, they, they'll be in a dead heat for top four for sure, which is always exciting. It's always nice to see a new team come up and kind of yeah. make some noise.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, especially a team that like last year, I'm pretty sure this time last year, they were in their relegation zone.
0: Yeah, so they were. Could be up yeah, to that high we were nice. talking. Remember, because they were get they were they got the whole takeover by the team, and it looked yeah. like they could have got relegated going into this season. And then it's like, what are you going to do with all that money now with the team in the second division? You know what's really impressed me? I keep forgetting is uh, Trippier. Trippier's been phenomenal.
1: Unreal. Like he yeah. should be. He's going to make that England squad. I oh. think
0: he's going to be starting. I, I was going to say he shouldn't just make the the. He squad. should be A hundred percent.
1: After that horrible transfer to Atletico Madrid, where he did nothing. To come here, pretty much like an embarrassment almost when you sign it right in Newcastle. To being probably the one of the best wingbacks in the EPL this season.
0: Not the best. Relax. Jacques Cancelo still exists. Mm. E- easy too there with that. Mm. Too many okay. red cards. Oh, fuck off. Cancelo is the best. That wasn't a red card. Jacques Cancelo is that the wasn't. best fullback in the world. Not just the EPL. In the yeah. world. But... Listen, let's get to some Top Bins Trash Bins for this week, all right? We already run in past the half-hour mark, man. We, we talk too fucking much. We always try and say, let's try and keep it around half an hour, and then we still don't have so much other shit to get to, and we're past the <laughs> half-hour mark. We talk way too much, but let's get to Top Bins Trash Bins.
1: Okay, so Top Bins Trash Bins. Uh, to start it off, uh, the CPL announced a brand-new uh, logo or team, and it is Vancouver
0: Football Club. Uh, top Bins or Trash Bins for that logo? The logo or the team? logo the logo i'll give top bins i think it's a very nice looking logo Uh, i think they did a good job it's very simplistic it's nothing too out there nothing crazy but it looks nice I mean, mm-hmm. they, they're in the same city where the Vancouver Whitecaps play. They're the first CPL team to share a city that has an MLS team. So that's a big thing right there. It's going to be a little competition between the fan base. Obviously, you could cheer for both. It's two different leagues. But I think there will be a little bit of push and pull there. You see it here with yeah. TFC, who has York United. And even though they're not in the same city, they're close enough that there is that little bit of push and pull. Um, mm-hmm. I think the logo is better than Vancouver Whitecaps. And if I was in Vancouver and had to buy merch of a soccer team, I would buy Vancouver for Vancouver FC. Mm -hmm.
1: No, I agree. It looks really nice. And uh, just a crazy little snippet here. Uh, The CPL actually announced some changes in their structure, which will be huge for uh, the league. Um, They have done a U21 incentive program, pretty much like the homegrown players program, where 50% of the the contracts don't count to the cap. So this league's already grown. More youth in Canada to start playing professionally, and it's going to get even more now with that incentive. So yeah good for sure. moves that was, great that, that's
0: that's that's a fantastic move i absolutely love it yeah all
1: right so the second one of uh popping trash bins uh with wakanda forever coming out on this weekend uh what do you think of rihanna's song lift me up
0: oh trash bins dude that song is fucking garbage
1: yeah i was gonna say i would not dude, that song not that song game. is
0: shit people <laughs> waited years for rihanna yeah. to drop something and she comes back with that um I don't know if, like, Baby Brain's getting to her because she is pregnant or whatnot, but that song is fucking trash.
1: Like, I, I get the whole, like, you want to have something nice and soft because of Chad Buck Bozeman, but, like, I would have rather an upbeat Rihanna song as a theme. You could do yeah. a little one. You can do a softer. You can, it's going to be, like, the secondary theme, but I would rather an upbeat one Listen, that's Rihanna
0: everyone's playing for second when it comes to songs to do like a remember. if like the actor dies in the series and they do like a remembrance song like that. Everyone's <laughs> playing for second place because Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth, see you again, will never get topped. That shit okay. is the goat song for movies when it comes <laughs> about dying because that, that song is just unreal. That whole last scene in fat fast and furious seven is just unreal. You can't top that. So it's, you're mm-hmm. right. Try something new, go for a little bit upbeat, like a little, like a more of celebration. a celebration. Like yeah, like a celebration of his life, not a depressing of, of, of it. And that song I just did not like. However, the song they used in the trailer for Wakanda Forever, with the uh, Kendrick Lamar all right being melded into I can't remember the other fate the song that's used there. Um is fucking major tr- track, a major track. It's big top ins for me. That song is fantastic. Um I don't I can't remember the other song that it goes into, but it's so good. Oh. Gives me chills. <laughs> um, that should be the main song. No women, no cry. That's it. No women, no oh, cry. Yeah, that goes yeah, into yeah, all yeah. right. Oh man, that's Dude. so good. It's um, that's that should be the main song for Wakanda Forever. Not this Rihanna shit.
1: <laughs> okay, and for the final one, uh, speaking We touched on a little bit with Brazil announcing their lineup, but 39-year-old Danny Alves is going to Qatar. Top pins or trash pins.
0: Top bins for Danny Alves, trash bins for Brazil. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's not playing. There's no way he plays a game. He is 38 years old, bro. He is done. I don't get yeah. why they're taking him. I mean, great for him because he gets to go to another World Cup, and I think it's hilarious. But that Brazilian back line is very, very suspect if they get an injury to one of their starters.
1: Yeah.
0: He like, does I was, Tumas, I was, doesn't he?
1: Well, I was just gonna say he last played for Pumas, but right now he's training with Barcelona's B team.
0: Oh yeah, that that'll be yeah. good. That's what he needs. I mean, I
1: get. I'd say. See, I'm on the fence here. It's trash because like you got guys. He's like,
0: 39. He's not 38. He's 39.
1: Yeah, you got guys like Lucas Versimo, who plays at Benfica, and Benfica's playing really good this year. And that guy, he's like 22, 23, and then you got Abanez on Roma, who's like in his 20s, 20s as well. Listen, if you're bringing Dani Alves just to bring him. The chance to let him lift up a World Cup, then fine. But in reality, like you said, if injuries come, are you really gonna have Danny Alves out there trying to stop Mbappe, or going up against Alfonso Davies?
0: <laughs> Dude, it's 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 nuts, and I I really think that. Brazil, everyone's hyped up on Brazil, all right? And don't get me wrong. They have all the reason to be Brazil is Brazil. Their offense is absolutely insane with like Vinny, Rodrigo, Neymar, yeah. all these guys. It is insane. But that defensive line, listen, they're defenders. So you got Danny Alves. Okay. 39-year-old. Come on. Tiago Silva, who again, don't get me wrong. He's good, but he's old. He's yeah. not as fast as he used to be. He can't keep up. You know, you got that. Okay. Then you got two solid center backs in Marquinhos and Eder Militao. There you go. That's quality. But if you lose one of those, you're screwed because your last, the remaining defensive guys they're bringing are fullbacks Danilo and Alexandro, who both have been exposed at Juventus, Alex Telas, who couldn't crack it in man use, shitty back line last year, and then another Juventus boy in Bremer. Dude, yeah. outside of Marquinhos and Eder Militao. And Bremer
1: Brember's hurt, too. He got injured against
0: Inter. I'll say Thiago Silva is still good, but one Militao tal Marquinhos get hurt, and you got to play Thiago Silva. It, dude, it, it could be a nightmare for them at the back line. And, the you good leave, news is, and
1: then you leave Saliba, Gabriel Saliba in, at Arsenal at home, too.
0: He's Brazilian? I'm pretty sure he is. No, you're thinking William Saliba. Gabriel um uh, Magalhães or whatever the hell's name William Saliba is the he's been playing unreal he's French but the Gabriel that they left oh. um, at oh, home okay, is okay, is Ga- Gabriel it's like um uh, Heist. they just call him Gabriel he's Brazilian oh. though you're right he's a center back people were very surprised he didn't make it um, oh, okay
1: okay I got it mixed up yeah you're right yeah so that
0: their their back line is Gabriel and William Saliba um but. Martinelli, they originally thought didn't make it, but he did make it. But yeah, they, I don't know why they left the regular Gabriel uh, at home. I mean, he hasn't been the best either for Arsenal, but he's been good. He's been better yeah. than either Sandro Danilo or Alex Tellez, yeah. like, when I saw Danny Alves, many, for God's sakes.
1: When I saw that many Juventus players being signed up for the defense, I was like, that that's that's a screaming disaster. And, and but you know what to, Midfield, here it goes, if they don't get injured, well, they're not, see, the thing is, that team's going to be front-loaded.
0: Well, well, it has no have, depth.
1: Yeah, it you're going to no have no Neymar. Coutinho, are you surprised he didn't go? No, he's been shit this year. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Dude, look at,
0: their, look at their midfield. Honestly, their midfield starters, if they're playing a three in the mid, has to be Casemiro, Fabinho, and Bruno Guimarej. But if one of them's hurt, their only other midfielders are Fred, <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah, Everton. I don't know how he... Everton, who plays in the Brazilian League. He's actually and, had
1: an unreal year, though, in
0: Brazil. In Brazil though, dude. Yeah. And then Lucas Paqueta from West Ham, who's good. He's, had he's good. He's had a good year. But he's nothing special, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And well, you know, know, that's their bench though. That's that's the that's a light midfield squad right there. Yeah.
1: I mean what I was surprised, Gabriel Jesus being pretty much the only like number nine striker. I thought they should have brought in um Gabigol, who plays with uh Flamingo, who just won the Copa Livadores for like the third year in a row or something yeah. like that. Like well, he's I mean, he's but he's like that pure striker. Like and if you notice in World Cups, those kind of strikers do 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 well.
0: Yeah, but they have you guys know. that
1: could play that role. I know, but you know Jesus is gonna start and that's the only
0: reason. Like I think Brazil wins it. But Gabriel Jesus you think Jesus starts? Good. I think he starts and I think he loses it for them. See so my opinion if if you're starting a front three, your wings are Vinny and Rodrigo and you throw Neymar in the middle, but like sitting like almost that's like true. a mom, but almost like uh, not like a full true number nine, but kind of like how he does for PSG sometimes where he kind of sits there. Like, I I think yeah. you have to have him there and then you have your wings of Vinny and Rodrigo.
1: Yeah, that, I, that's the best way to do it, but I don't think they're going to do that. I feel like uh Neymar's
0: going to be playing on the side. Well, so if Neymar plays on the side and Jesus plays in the middle. Then obviously it's got to, that means Rodrigo sitting. That means obviously you got to play Vinny as the other spot, yeah. right? Yeah, that's how
1: Which, I saw again, it. Which again,
0: this is where their depth comes in in the front because if any of those guys get hurt, you got Rodrigo, you oh, got yeah. Rafinha, you got Anthony, you got Martinelli, you got Rich- Like they got they got guys. Up oh, I front. wouldn't say
1: like, Rashard
0: as your seventh sixth option. That's a pretty good sixth to option to me. They dude. should.
1: I think they should have taken out Richarlison and put in uh, Gabigol. Yeah, I think Richarlison, I mean, he's just.
0: I don't know much no, about that Pedro kid that they're bringing from um, from Flamengo. He's good left. too. I've I've
1: heard some good things
0: about him. Is he's he a number? Is he
1: a number nine? No, I think he's more of a winger because he plays with uh, he plays with uh, Gabigol.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. Who knows? Right? These guys, you never really know because you don't watch Brazil soccer. Yeah. But if they, well, in, did, my, watched, in my watched, opinion, watched... he's twenty five years old, dude. If he was good, he'd yeah. be playing in Europe.
1: Yeah, exactly. But so. that's just
0: my opinion. A uh, little bit about the World Cup. Uh, did you know that the past, since 2010, so the past three World Cups, EA Anybody Sports, EA Sports. well, no, that's the two <laughs> of them They haven't been there, but EA well, Sports has guessed every single one right since 2010? I have And you know who they got winning this year?
1: Hey, Argentina. I don't see
0: yeah. that. Don't oh, see my it. God, man. You want to talk
1: about Argentina has a shittier defense than Brazil? It's Argentina. I am one agree. guy.
0: Buddy, I agree, but you know how the gods sometimes shine down on teams like that with Messi retiring and Ronaldo retiring too. They might do the same thing. Didn't it
1: in the quarterfinals? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. I don't know. That's 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 just that's just hyping Messi because he's gonna be the next cover boy. Uh, yeah. Listen,
0: I I hope I hope they're wrong because I I really, really I do not want to see Messi win the World Cup, man. It will kill me. I I do not want to see it. You know what's funny, though? There's a guy on ESPN FC that chose, uh, that had Canada in the semis, I believe. Semis are cool. Yeah, I saw that. And everyone was ripping on him for it. But listen, if if he's right, holy shit, that's amazing. Obviously, it's very.
1: Like, Canada can get lucky depending on how other results go around, because they could have potentially a very hard route to to the final of semis. They can, play Germany, they can play Germany or Brazil if things don't go right. Oh, no, Germany, they're, they're very, stum- very,
0: their very first game, if they make it through the group stage, is against Spain or Germany. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So That's tough. <laughs>
1: you, if you get Germany or Spain that, like, stumbles and doesn't make it out of the first round, and Canada somehow wins the group, you get a literally zero verse, result, right? So yeah. I, that's why I kind of saw it. I was like, you know what? Like, if things go right, Canada could – Steal it but it has a lot of things have to go right for
0: them a lot has to go right but no matter what even if they could somehow come first in their group or second it's going through spain or germany next round which
1: yeah
0: that's that's uh that's very tough to do but listen (laughs) either way as long as argentina doesn't win i don't care who wins i just don't want to see argentina win it so i hope fifa's wrong
1: and i mean argentina like yeah they got obviously they have messi and they have Lataro Martinez, but Lautaro Martinez isn't playing as good. If it was last year, if the World Cup was last year, then yeah, I think Argentina would have a much better chance. But I think this year, I don't I just like Messi, yeah, he's back to form. But it's his boarding cast.
0: Yeah. I and, agree. And
1: if you look at the World Cups, like even like it's just like for me, like two thousand two World Cup, yes, Ronaldo scored six goals. He did really well, but If you look at the players that are on that team, like Emerson, Ronaldinho, Rivaldo, the team was built to do well. Like, the team was stacked from top to bottom. You look at Italy in 06, that was just a team of destiny. That was 11 players just playing unreal. You know what I mean? And same thing in Spain in 2010. Spain, they didn't have a big striker. Like I don't think Devin Villa finished as top three goal scorer in 2010.
0: And listen, by the way, I didn't want to correct you because you're in your mode of thought, but when you say Ronaldo and you mean the fake Ronaldo, please call him R9 because we, there's only one Ronaldo, okay? And it's Cristiano. No, that's Cristiano.
1: That's Cristiano. Ronaldo's Ronaldo. Cristiano's Cristiano. No, no. You, Cristiano
0: you know. Ronaldo gets both names. No. The other fat transgender lovers are nine. Okay? <laughs> um, but anyway,
1: like my, my point is, like the you thing with Germany. like You can't win the World Cup with one good player. No, you can't. You can't. I, I can't even think of the last time a team won a World Cup with just one good player. And yeah. maybe if it's the one that pops in my head is eighty six with Maradona. Yeah. That's yeah. the only one where I have heard people say he won it by himself. Yeah. So was... we're talking since eighty since last all, well, that uh, shit, that's not good.
0: 86. You mean yeah. the last time Canada was there? <laughs> Whoa.
1: I just popped in my head when I said that. I was like, oh no. <laughs>
0: Hey, listen, you know what? It's gonna be an exciting time. Unfortunately, a lot of injuries are hitting. We don't really have much time to talk about it. It's just unfortunate having it mid season. I have one more thing for you before we finish off tonight, Tony. It's like a Toppins trash bins, but I just want to give you you could tell me true or false to this statement. And it's that this World Cup will have the best World Cup theme song of all time. No. Now I know really you I'm not I know what you're thinking. Oh they, the, the no, little yeah. the, the, the little the little baby song that, that came out horrible. for the world cup yeah. no 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 I'm talking about I show speed. speeds world <laughs> world cup world cup dude
1: what a song <laughs> hey, you know the best part about that song and it kills me is that he mentions Italy in
0: it. I know and he's, not, and he's not even dissing Italy, he's actually like hey, no. he, like says something good about them. <laughs> yeah and, and you know what you know what so he, speed he, of him to just he, <laughs> talk to him but it's not in there. He, he finishes it off by saying the final will be Portugal Argentina. Portugal yeah. wins three two off a free kick from Ronaldo, and that would be literally the most glorious thing I've ever seen in my life if that came true.
1: I don't think either one of those are gonna, either hey, one of those teams are gonna be looking up that. I'm not saying
0: they will, but I'm saying it would be glorious <laughs> if it's true. All right, and listen, I show speed. He knows soccer. You know, he's he, he's 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 got a brilliant <laughs> ball knowledge. So I trust him. But also, that song is Flames. I, don't care I was surprised seems. when I when I saw the
1: video pop up on TikTok, and I was like. Uh, he made another song, but then I remember the last one.
0: His last Su-y, one was unreal, it was actually really good. Too, that Chris, so. Christian Ronaldo, yeah. <laughs> suey, sue like it's a good song.
1: Yeah, no, I know. They, they, I would have much, it would have been nicer if he had this song instead of Little Baby because that little
0: baby one's horrible. Yeah, it's not that good, but I'm loving this. I shall speed, and that's the one I'll be listening to before each game. Just and you know what? I, like the verse goes hard too. Don't get me wrong, but just that whole World Cup. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's got a nice beat. You made a good one, man. This kid's going places. I don't know where, but he's going places. <laughs> but listen, we're almost at the hour mark again. Holy shit! Uh, let's let's wrap it up here, Tony. Always a pleasure. Um, hopefully we'll have some. Big things happen this weekend. So that way next week when you hear us, we got some excited, more exciting things to talk about. So until next time, give us a listen on Spotify or Apple Music at LG. Follow us on Instagram or TikTok or both at FootyLG as well. And have a lovely week and a lovely weekend filled with footy. Tony, have a good night, my dude.